wait, wait. Oh, <laughs> can I pull you my straight on the Compton rap? I guess you can do it. Okay. Okay, I'll, I'll make sure not to get us off, off air. Straight out of Compton. Here's a crazy sister named Emma from the stupid dope team with an attitude. When she's called off, she got her twig on. Pulled the trigger and goalies off. Pulled off. You too, if you try to get with her. The referees are going to have to come and get her. Straight out of Compton. Wow. Never did I ever think we were going to hear that live on air. <laughs> that's, oh. I, I have a bad feeling that's going to be You are your conference champions! Well, welcome back everyone to What You Talk About, your favorite show, your official show of the ASU women's hockey team here at ASU. My name is Chase Beardsley, and we do have a special guest. Well, not a special guest, but he's here on the phone. I can hear him. Trey Matthews, your fellow host. How are you doing, Trey? I'm doing great, Chase. How about yourself? And just count your lucky stars. I actually did call in because I got into Los Angeles pretty late last night, but I made it a priority to... uh, to, to wake up so that I could do the show with you because we got a special episode on store. Yeah, it's going to be a good one. Um, yeah, first off, let's talk about uh, your little adventure. Um, you know, you're out there exploring the world in the next couple of weeks. You'll literally be going from the Pacific Ocean to the Atlantic Ocean to the Midwest. You'll be going all over. Well, how's your uh, first leg of your adventure going so far? So far, so good. I was in Vegas uh, yesterday for a six-hour layover and uh, had some fun. You know, it's been a while since I've been to Vegas, and I think I told you, Ellie, and Berkeley this, but it's just like I love the Vegas area. Obviously, you got to be somewhat responsible, but now I'm in Los Angeles. I got in there late. I got a, uh, the, the New Jersey Devils will be doing their morning skate in a few hours at the Honda Center in Anaheim, so going to try to head over to there. But yes, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm enjoying myself, man, and it's so weird because yesterday or not yesterday, last week, I was the one in the studio and you were the one out of town because you were with the team and now I'm out of town and you're the one in the studio. So it's funny how how these things work. Yeah, as you said, you know, it's kind of funny because in a couple weeks, uh, we'll both be out of town. So that will be uh, pretty fun. Well, actually, you'll be here. You'll be back. uh, But I will still be in St. Louis covering nationals, Um, you know, we're just going all over the place. But let's get to the big news. I think the there's two big news here. Okay, we'll get to the uh, the natties in a second. But let's talk about what transpired in Salt Lake City over the past week. ASU obviously going up there to play in their WWCHL playoffs, defending their title. Uh, they were playing Utah, CSU, and Colorado. And, you know, it was a very successful weekend. Uh, We'll go through uh, each WWCHL playoff game real quick. We're going to go pretty quickly because we do have a lot to talk about in this episode. Because, frankly, there's a lot of news here. There is a a lot of news. Uh, So let's start with uh, their first game, which was against CSU. Holy heck, it was a massacre. CSU did not see it coming. Uh, 7-0 win for the Sun Devils. Really impressive by them. I thought, you know, the first couple of minutes they looked kind of rusty, but then, you know, they kind of stepped into it and 
man, they really took off. Hannah Coons got her first goal as a Sun Devil, followed by Sammy Lutch. I called it. I called it. I called it on this show. I called it. All right, Ian. Uh, Sammy Lutch uh, scored uh, after second goal of the game. Anita Fleming with her team-leading 15th goal. Then Logan Satara, Sam Murphy, and Brittany Burdell, who, by the way, Brittany Burdell had an incredible playoffs. I just want to shout out her real quick. She had a beautiful goal that we'll talk about in a second, too. Uh, and then Jill Catchum, the captain, uh, scored in the third period to make it 7-0, putting them at 1-0 in the playoffs. That night, uh, Colorado did win against Utah. It was a 2-1 game. Colorado, uh, you know, it was weird. They really kept it close with all of these teams that they played except, you know, the final game, which we'll talk about in a second. Uh, in the second game, it was against Utah. And I just need to say something here because this was a horrible game simply because the refing was so awful and i am not one to usually criticize refing because it's a hard job there's no doubt about it and they get so much flack for sometimes most times for no reason but these refs in particular i will not say all of them but three out of the four of them absolutely horrible i all started in the first period tristan craig uh, scored in the power play. Then Emma Compton got her first goal as a Sun Devil. Congrats, Emma. Love to see that. Uh, Sydney Paulson. Wait, 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 wait. Can oh, I please do my straight on the Compton rap? I guess you can do it. Okay. Okay. I'll I'll make sure not to get us off off air. Straight out of Compton. Here's a crazy sister named Emma from the stupid dope team with an attitude. When she's called up, she got her twig on. Pull the trigger and goalies are pulled off. You too, if you try to get with her. The referees are going to have to come and get her straight out of Compton. Wow. Never did I ever think we were going to hear that live on air. <laughs> that's, oh. I, I have a bad feeling that's going to be the cold open. That might be the cold open. That might be. Sydney <laughs> uh, Paulson scored also in the first period. And then the second period, that's when all – freaking heck broke loose because yeah it was crazy so basically what happened from my point of view which was you know reporting up in the stands doing all that stuff was that Haley Martin got cross-checked by Ava Kistner uh in the back uh and then Martin retaliated I mean obviously you're gonna retaliate you you don't get cross-checked in the back and they were going at it I would it was nothing like the GCU game, but it, it was it was a fight. It was pretty much a fight. And then Sophie Fossell randomly comes in, starts fighting. Um, that one was Sophie's fault, 100%. Uh, that was stupid. But what was even more stupid was that all three of the players that I just mentioned got ejected from the game. I don't understand it. I think... Sophie should have been ejected and maybe Ava Kistner, but Haley Martin getting ejected was stupid because of course you're going to retaliate if you get cross-checked in the back. Of course you are. So those are three players that got uh, fighting majors with disqualifications. Um, Very interesting. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Uh, Haley Martin's penalty, it was recorded. Wow. Okay. So, I didn't see the ACHA Central uh, version of this. This makes it even more stupid. Uh, at the same time, Liv Lavelle got ejected from the game for unsportsmanlike conduct slash player to official misconduct. Uh, ejected from the game. That 
in particular was even more dumb because these refs, again, awful. They were calling penalties that were stupid. One, the refs went up to the helmets on the bench. Uh, usually after warm-ups, they're all sitting there and, you know, was si- like sideswiping them, you know, just in a playful manner, like knocking them off. It was clear that they were uh, affiliated with Utah. It was very clear, and they made it very clear. Um, it doesn't help that the scorekeeper is married to one of the refs, which is even more ridiculous. And if you look at the third period, Utah got the majority of these uh, penalties, which was very interesting. Um, at least they actually got Sonia Charman for head uh, direct head contact with Sam Murphy. Sam was coming up the right side of the boards, and Charman just goes and basically slams her in the head against the boards. Absolutely should have been a suspension. That was uh, – what what a dirty play. And if they didn't call that, that would have been horrible. Um, so, yeah, this was penalties galore, but ASU ends up winning 3 nothing, clinches a spot in the ACHA WWCHL finals. But, again, I have to say horrible refing. I know you weren't there, Trey, but – Yeah, I mean, yeah, here's the thing. So, the funny thing is, like, I saw your tweet, and I was like, wow, what happened? I need I, – like, like normally I could put two and two together or I could just watch the replay of the broadcast. But I was just like, no, nah, I got to call Chase to see what his perspective is because I've never – I've never seen you. I've never seen you act like this, like or or. I mean this in a respectful manner. Like you know, yeah. I've never seen you. Like, you know, I've never seen you like put out tweets like that. So I was just like, okay, I need to call him and, and see what's up. And uh, you told me everything. And I was like, wow, that talk about the. That's one heck of a game to miss, I guess. Well, again, I am not one to criticize refing. I want to make that absolutely clear. I. Excuse me. I feel bad for refs because they do get so much slack, and I would say 70% of the time it's not warranted. But these refs did not know what they were doing. They were talking to each other on the ice during the play, which you do not do, and they were in their respectful positions. They didn't know where each faceoff was supposed to be. Most of the time the coaches had to tell them where the faceoff had to be. It was ridiculous. Worst refing I've ever seen, and again, I 100%. I like, I feel bad for most refs. I again, not one to criticize refing. I want to make that so clear in case someone finds this and decides to criticize me for saying this. But worst officiating I've ever seen. They should never be allowed to touch an ACHA game again. Period. Wow. Uh, strong words. Um, without going into too much detail, did, wasn't there some sort of like meeting or conference to try to change up the referees? So I don't know if there was a meeting about that, but Lindsay definitely appealed uh, or tried to appeal to the ACHA. I believe uh, both suspensions. Because let me let me trans tra- like transition into this. Basically, because Sophie and Haley got fighting majors. And got kicked out of the game. They got a one-game suspension, meaning they would not play in the uh, WWCHL finals. I believe Lindsay tried to appeal them, uh, and I can say this: all the coaches in the ACHA were texting her after the game, during the game, asking what's going on, like agreeing with Lindsay that this is poor officiating. And I get ACHA club hockey. I'm sure you're not going to get paid that much to ref. 
But come on. That's just lazy refing. Lazy. And also biased refing. I would say I would throw bias to you in there. And I, again, I'm a journalist. I'm not supposed to really like uh I guess attack people with biased and stuff, but this is this is biased yeah, it's finest. It, the refing was biased yeah, it's finest. And I'll leave it at that. Any other thing to say about this, Trey? Nope. Just, uh, you know, we, we, we've been seeing a lot of uh, intense games the last few weeks. So we saw the GCU matchup. And now, obviously, we get, uh, I guess, the, the, the semifinals matchup. But, yeah, I mean, uh, not something you see too often. But at the end of the day, the – Sun Devils got the job done. Yeah, I want to add real quick one thing that you did pull up there. Uh, no one got suspended or kicked out of the ASU-GCU game, which was by far so much worse fighting-wise. But yet, two players got sp- suspended, and altogether four players got kicked out of this game. You have to keep it consistent, and it wasn't consistent here. So, there you go. Um, so, with that, ASU moved on to the WWCHL Finals. And then Colorado, in triple OT, uh, scored the game-winning goal to send them to the WWCHL Finals against CSU. An ASU-Colorado matchup, if you know anything about ASU's past, they were eliminated twice from uh, Nationals contention and didn't win the WWCHL Finals twice in a row because Colorado eliminated them in a final, including a one nothing game back in 2022. Are you good back there? There's a big, there was a big crash, buddy. Are you good back there? Oh, I'm just in the lobby, so people are coming in and out of the door and things like that. We're, we're good. All righty, then. Um, so, anyway, uh, yeah, so ASU, Colorado, they have a history. I mean, it hasn't been like that since ASU – like in the past two years got really good, but uh, we knew this was going to be a different game than the other two. I think Colorado is a bit better than Utah uh, CSU. By the way, I don't think Utah's won a playoff game in their whole program history. And that streak continued with this one, but first period, Maddie Platson, uh, then Brittany Burdell make it two nothing. Uh, Evelyn Olson uh, gets her fifth of the season. She's been fantastic. Uh, leading up in the past couple weeks. Mia Fischelli for Colorado scores the first goal against Quinn Inger in the whole playoffs. Quite impressive for Quinn to only allow two goals in this whole entire playoff run. Paige Ring started off her dominant game uh, and then got the other goal uh, late in the second to make it, I believe by this time it was 5-1. Mia Fischelli on the power play put Colorado you know, kind of back in the conversation, 5-2. And then Jill Ketchum just ended it, uh, 6-2. And that would be your final uh, 6-2 win for ASU and the back-to-back conference championship for ASU. They are once again champions of the West. They secure their spot in the ACHA Nationals for the second season in a row. Well, I do have a quote from Lindsay about this, um, you know, because I, I felt like, you know, when I saw the celebration, it was way different from last year. Last year, you know, they were crying, gloves were flying everywhere. This year, it was more of a serious note, and it was interesting. Let's listen to, hopefully this will play, uh, let's listen to Lindsay Ellis's quote real quick. 
No, it never gets old. I think winning a championship will always be very special. Um, but, you know, I think it says we have a, you know, the right group that can get things done together, and that's that's always a good thing. There is Lindsay about championships and, you know, how she has won yet again. Uh, it never gets old. Uh, I think that's, you know, something to take away. It will never get old, even though – I believe the Sun Devils have a different goal in mind now, a bigger goal to compete now in the national title. Trey, any thoughts? I think this year for the Sun Devils, the agenda was different because it was expected for them to win. And we talked about on the show uh, religiously, which was if the Sun Devils lose one game in this tournament, then if they disappoint, they, they were supposed to do this. Like, you talked about the celebration being a little bit different. Uh, it reminds me of like uh, a certain basketball team. And, you know, I'm not just saying this because I'm in Los Angeles, but um, the Lakers one year lost the finals. And then the next year they won the conference once again, which means they went back to the finals, but there was no celebration. There was no cheerfulness. There was no joy and because Kobe Bryant was telling his team, the job's not finished. We were, we're going back to where we once were, but we're going to win this time. No celebration, no none of that. You could just see, like, the stone-cold reaction from the the players when they were getting their conference trophy. And I think the same can be said for ASU this time because um, it was expected for them to get to this point. And like we've been saying, anything less would have been a disappointment. I agree with you, Trey. Uh, I do want to play another quote, but real quick, I do want to um... – want to shout out the MVP of the WWCHL. That would be Miss Paige Ring, a incredible finals for her, especially considering these three games were her first back from a severe illness that almost sent her back to Canada. Um, if you know anything about Paige, this is her freshman year uh, with the team, and she's been rocking. Um, and she comes from Edmonton, so it's a, a bit different style of hockey and let's just hear her quote about you know being at the MVP of the WWCHL in her freshman year and now going to nationals I think it's been so cool I mean it's been so cool being part of a college atmosphere it's definitely different but it's really exciting and I'm really excited to see how everything shapes out and I'm excited for next year and I think we just gotta trust the systems and trust the process and we got it. We put in the work, so things will go our way. And that is Paige. That is uh, Paige's quote there. Uh, again, coming out of this tournament as WWCHL MVP. Any thoughts? Love Paige and what she's brought to the team so far. It's a shame that she that her regular season got shut down so early because you can just see the promise, you can see the potential. And I remember calling her first collegiate goal, just right spot, right time. We. We love what Paige can potentially bring to the team, what she could bring to this roster. So uh, I think just if, if she was going to shine, I think during the playoffs, that was the perfect opportunity to do it. And her being WWCHL MVP, I'm sure that says a lot, especially with her being a freshman. So uh, the sky's the limit for Paige, and hopefully she can stay healthy, similar to a lot of her teammates, because it seems like this team gets sick left and right. I mean that respectfully. We have a couple other awards that uh, we have to announce. Uh, Sydney Paulson, Maddie Platson, and Quinn Inger were all named to the uh, all-conference uh, first team uh, 
huge awards for them. That's awesome. And then Coach Lindsey Ellis, as expected, uh, won the WWCHL Coach of the Year Award, her second straight year winning it. Pretty impressive. And I think we all expected it. But now ASU heads into the ACHA National Championship, or, or sorry, National Play. Um, and they go in as the 10th seed, the lowest seed that can make it. That obviously, I think that was somewhat expected because the WWCHL, uh, the only reason why, like, the only reason why a WWCHL team makes it every year is because there's an auto bid. Otherwise, it would probably be ASU in the driver's seat, and we don't know what's going to happen to them after this year. Um, but I'm going to segue from that topic. Uh, but I think, uh, you know, I think it was expected that ASU would end up as a 10th seed because out of everyone else that made it to Natty's, uh, you know, they had the weakest opponents in their way. But they go in as a 10th seed, which means they have to face the third seed. And that's when we uh, segue into a very interesting uh, reunion between the ASU women's hockey team and Trey Matthews and Adrian College, the number three seed. And now, Trey, I mean, you're alumni. We have heard so much about Adrian College in the past year from you, how it's a small liberal arts school in the middle of nowhere, how, you know, uh, you got your revenge or redemption. It was the redemption tour last year. Trey, what are your thoughts taking on your former alumni? You know, this was inevitable, I guess. It, that's all I can say. It, it, it was inevitable. And, yes, uh, I see you got mad at me for, for saying it's a small LeBron college in the middle of nowhere. You got mad at me for saying it, but now you say it, and it's going to be peaches and cream. But, anyway. Well, that's because you say bit. it. That's because you. This this well, was a quote by you. Yeah, I know, I know, and I added something else to it, but I won't. I won't ration without with, with respect. But, um, but on a on a serious note, I'm actually really excited to cover this team. I'm actually really excited to, um, you know, I guess reunite in, in a sense and just uh, call it because it's something. It's something that we've talked about, but I never thought it would actually come to fruition because I always, because, you know, they're in Michigan, it's hard to schedule them. Um, they're obviously busy. ASU already has uh, some games in hand. It's just, I never expected it to happen, but here we are. Because of all the teams in the ACHA, of all the seeding scenarios and situations, it's here. Adrian College versus Arizona State. The battle of... Uh, Bruiser the Bulldog versus Sparky the uh, Sun Devil. Did I get that right for once? Yes, you did. Oh, Baxter. Yeah, Baxter the Bulldog. Um, anyway, um, yeah, this is going to be very interesting. Obviously, Adrian College coming in at number three. There's only been one other time that this team has played Adrian in the regular season, in the playoffs, whatever, and that was three years back. Yeah, but I actually – I, yeah, I remember that game. I remember I wasn't on the call for that game, but my, my buddy Ryan, Ryan Cuddy of ACC, he was calling that game. And I believe uh, Adrian won 5 to nothing in the shootout. And there's actually some history between um, between Adrian and ASU. So if Adrian had this goalie, her name was Dana Colombo, and she was eligible to do a fifth year. And actually, Lindsay had recruited Dana to join the, the Sun Devils. Um, she was originally committed to to play at ASU for the upcoming 
2020-2021 season, but obviously COVID hit and changed everything. So Dana actually committed to, to ASU the, around the same time that Jill Ketchum committed to uh, ASU. But remember, Jill played for the NCAA team. Dana Colombo played for the women's D1 team Adrian. So there's that little connection right there. There could have been more Bulldogs on the Sun Devil roster. Not to mention, I'm going to mention it again, though, uh, Trey Matthews, former Adrian College alumni. Uh, we've had so many memorable moments that we've seen on online of Trey Matthews and Adrian College. Of course, the most iconic ones are all the Treyisms. Now, Trey, I think this is an exclusive right here. Will the Treyisms come back? The Treyisms will come back. Which ones and how I would use them depends on the game and it depends on the circumstance. Oh, mother of mercy. Um, so, yeah. That, I, I, I can't confirm. I can't confirm. If one scenario pans out, I won't reveal it because I don't want to jinx, jinx anything. If one scenario does pan out, and I've already told you it, then the mother of mercy will return. I am so excited for the potential memes. The memes have already started everywhere. Everywhere. Can we can we change the can we can we change the memes at least until after the game? Chase? Okay. Well, to be fair, when I announced it, uh, you know what? This is basically quotes right here. So we're gonna read these quotes real quick, uh, Trey, uh, before we head on to kind of previewing uh, Adrian College versus ASU. Um, quote: Holy cow! The ACHA script is delivering a fire matchup in round one, if true. End quote. Brendan Paul, uh, quote, no way they're starting with the Trey Matthews matchup, end quote, Mahir Sahasin. So obviously this is a big game, uh, as you as you just heard, but let's talk about the actual teams. Uh, we'll start with ASU coming out of the WWCHL, obviously uh, winning every single game, only allowing two goals in those three games. Quinn has been fire. She's been so impressive, and she had a shutout streak going back to – the uh, first GCU game, I believe it was a four-game shutout streak. She's now got double-digit wins, I believe, and she's taken this team all the way to Nationals. She's expected to be the starter heading into this tournament. Meanwhile, in the forward position, you have Sydney Paulson. You have Sam Murphy. Uh, and you also got a lot of youth there. You got Paige Ring, who has been impressive. You got Anita Fleming, who in her first year leads the team in goals. Uh, you got a lot of offensive depth. Evelyn Olsen has been a, on a heater as of late. Brittany Burdell has been so fantastic in these playoffs, and I'm excited to see what she does in nationals. I mean, you also have Tristan Craig, who's having a revival year, such a career year. Uh, you have Logan Satara. I I think she had she didn't have the best championship game, but I think she's a playoff performer, as we saw last year. On the blue line, it's going to be interesting because. I forgot to mention, Sammy Lutch exited the uh, second game of the playoffs with a concussion. She did not play a shift in the championship game. Um, and then, obviously, Sophie Fossell was suspended. So they did rock with only four defensemen and Amanda Benson, so make it five. Um, and they won a game with just five defensemen. And Amanda was sick out of her mind. So you have impressive blue liners like Hannah Coons. Maddie Platts, and obviously one of the best defensive pairings, I would argue, in the whole ACHA. You also have Mia Jarvis, Berkeley Radcliffe's, uh, Sammy Lutch when she's healthy, and Sophie Fossil to round out your 
blue line. And as I mentioned, if Quinn goes down, you have Carson Hellman, who has been a MVP in the past. This is a deep ASU team, probably the deepest we've ever seen it. Any thoughts, Trey? Trey Matthews, are you there? Sorry, 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 sorry. Oh, I, 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 I muted myself. Um, uh, to, to let you speak. Anyway, as I was saying, I think the defense is going to be very crucial for uh, ASU because I would I would argue and say like depending on the team, sometimes their offense can be there, sometimes it, it can't be. But at nationals, you're going to have to rely on your defense a lot more because a lot of these teams in the ACHA they are dominant scorers as well. And I just want to. Uh, piggyback off what you said about Tristan Craig and her having a revival year. I wouldn't say she's having a revival year. I'd say she's improving because last year she was a freshman. This year she's a sophomore, so she's more used to the system. She's more used to the to the playful flow. So I wouldn't say it's a revival year. I think she's just shown improvement, which was bound to happen, you know, at one point or another. And then for 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 ASU it's like I, I, I you say it's uh, a, a particular defensive pairing is uh, going to be is probably the best in the ACHA. Well, they're going to have to use that. They're going to have to use that because the deep, their, their defense is going to be so vital if they want to make a deep tournament run, in my opinion. Now, real quick, it is nine, but I don't see anyone lining up at the door. Uh, this is optional programming. I just want to shout out uh, Blaze for letting us do that. Uh, but we'll start wrapping up around here. Um, we're not going to do predictions as of yet because next episode I do want to go over like the whole tournament, all these teams that are going into it, and I think it will be fun to do. And you'll be back in the studio, so right? You'll, no, you won't. You'll be in uh, Florida. No, I'll be I'll, I'll I'll be calling in again. I'll be in Florida. How unfortunate. Well, but anyway, I, we'll do that next uh, next weekend along with previewing, like actually giving our predictions for Adrian College versus ASU. But anything real quick you want to say about the defending WWCHL champions now going back-to-back? I would say that a dynasty is forming, quite honestly, with how dominant ASU was during the playoffs last year and now carrying over to the season, going undefeated in conference play in the regular season and basically getting their title back now. I would say ASU has now set a much higher standard in the WWCHL, so I, I'd say the, the the bar has been set, and I think uh, we're, we're seeing a potential dynasty here. And I'll ask you this real quick. Who is a player you're watching out for in Nationals on ASU? That's a good question. Um, huh. I, 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 I don't want to say, like, Paige, because, because you know, I think that's uh, I think that's a tap out, but... Um, Honestly, I want to see what Maddie Plattson and Sammy Lush can do because they anchored the, the Sun Devils power play. So I'm, I'm, I'm looking to see like what they can do on special teams, what they can do on five on five. I think that, that I think those are a couple players I have my eyes set because, like I said, defense is going to be so essential for ASU to win. I think uh, Maddie's a fantastic choice. I mean, Paige, obviously, the obvious one. I think Quinn's an obvious one. Uh you know, you went defense. I did want to choose a defenseman, so I'll shout her out real quick. Hannah Coons, uh, one of the youngest players on the team. She's already one of the top two defensemen, arguably. Um, 
she's been fantastic, obviously getting her first goal, but she's just such a great two-way player. I'm excited to see what she can do. I think in the forward group, I mean, you do have a lot of options. I'm going to say we'll go with Evelyn Olsen. I, I don't think that's someone that a lot of people would say, but she's been sneakily good in the past couple of games. I don't think people really watch out for her as an offensive threat, but I think she's really growing into that. I mean, if you look at her score sheet, um, ever since the Denver game, uh, she's been on a point streak only two games without a point in the past one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, nine games, and she received a point in every single uh, WWCHL playoffs game. I think she's got even more in her. I'm excited to see what she can do in nationals. I think, you know, when it comes to, like, nationals, you need everyone going. And even you you even need your depth going. And I think Evelyn's a fantastic uh, player to really control, you know, possibly win you a game. And, you know, I think Evelyn has that capability in her. 11 points in 24 games. Uh, again, had a rough first half of the season. Again, kind of fitting in. We kind of see that with a lot of freshmen or a lot of newcomers. But then the second half, she was brilliant. I'm excited to see what she can do. Um, and that's pretty much going to do it. Uh, Trey, thank you for joining in from L.A. Uh, let me ask you this. How's the weather out there? It's actually not good. It's overcast and cold right now, but hopefully it warms up. But it's like right now it's like 8 a.m. here, which is 9, 9 a.m. Uh, Arizona time. So uh, the weather is not really all that great, but that was to be expected in March. Yeah, I won't lie to you. As a California native, it does suck around this time of year. It's better in the summer, uh, May-ish, I would say. Um, you know, that that's the prime time to visit, I would say. And uh, when the uh, uh, newcomers to the team can definitely uh, hype on that when she eventually uh, gets on uh, maybe the show next year. Uh, and, uh, yeah, that's going to be interesting. And, I, you know, real quick, Trey, I do see some uh, new recruitments on the ASU webpage, so – we're going to definitely talk about that next episode, but we'll end it here. Thank you so much for talking or sorry. Thank you so much for tuning into the show, uh, wherever it's live or on our podcast or whatever. We thank you so much. Trey, where can the public find you? You can find me on my social media platform, Twitter at Trey four. And uh, you can follow me on Instagram, uh, Trey Emery Matthews. And I might start a TikTok, but don't quote me on whoa wait mother of mercy this is this is a interesting development that we're definitely going to talk about next episode next episode is going to be insane we have so much to talk about now but i guess a trey emery matthews tiktok is well expected but anyway uh you can find me on twitter chase beersley underscore make sure to follow for all your asu women's hockey updates as freaking noises happen in the back of trey uh sounds like you're getting stuff thrown at you trey but i'm not gonna lie but anyway um uh, Jesus. No, 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 oh no 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 you were the same thing last weekend there was a lot of chatter in the background you know what it's like being in a hotel lobby and calling i know but it sounds weird on this end and this it's it's not like every minute like mine was because i was in the uh cafeteria i guess uh you, like it's just random sharp crashes and i'm like wow okay but uh, anyway, Chase Beardsley underscore on Twitter. Make sure to uh, follow for all the latest updates on ASU Women's Hockey, all the newest articles. I have a series of articles coming out. I guess I could really release that here um, about all the seniors. So make sure to check that out. 
Uh, you can follow me on Instagram, Chase Beardsley Sports. You can follow what you're talking about. Uh, we don't have a socials yet, but maybe one day. Uh, anyway, uh, you can follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, even Amazon Music, whoever uses Amazon Music. Um, but otherwise, thank you so much for tuning in, and have a great day, guys.